0: Welcome to the Lubar Executive Education Podcast. In this episode, Mike Markowitz, Director of Executive Programs at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Sheldon B. Lubar School of Business, shares some research and recommendations to help employees remain productive and reduce the risk of employee burnout as remote working continues for the foreseeable future due to COVID-19. Back in mid-March, millions of us around the globe were forced to make a sudden transition to working remotely 100% of the time amid the COVID-19 pandemic. For some, the transition was relatively seamless. Others had a rough go of it. And most fell somewhere towards the middle of the spectrum. In an effort to preserve jobs and keep the economy going, we've all needed to push ourselves out of our comfort zones and change the way we approach work and collaboration. In many cases, the results of our necessity to meet the needs of customers have been truly remarkable. Countless new product and process innovations developed during this time will remain long after the pandemic is over, and that's a great thing. The downside is that implementing change is an arduous process. All the effort to design new ways of working and to figure out how to either keep up with excessive demand or keep the organization afloat, combined with worrying about personal health and safety and other unknowns, come at a high and somewhat hidden cost, the cost of employee burnout. The lines between personal and professional lives of workers are blurring in new and unusual ways. Many employees who are working remotely for the first time are likely to struggle to preserve healthy boundaries for working and not working. Back in March, unemployment numbers in the United States were at historic lows. Since then, 40 million people in the United States alone have either lost their jobs or been furloughed to some degree. On a global scale, estimates by the International Labor Organization show that working hour losses for the second quarter of 2020 is equivalent to 400 million jobs. This has people nervous and scared. To demonstrate commitment and loyalty and signal that their role is necessary, employees may feel they have to be on all the time and be as responsive as possible. Afternoons easily blend with evenings, weekdays will blend with weekends, and little sense of time off remain. People may also find it difficult to ask for vacation since travel is limited And you don't want to be viewed as someone who isn't producing. As leaders we need to have a strong connection to our employees and be on the lookout for signs of burnout. We also need to set the right example and environment because while it's cliche to say it's a marathon not a sprint, that's exactly what we're involved in. Given the extraordinary situation we find ourselves in, how can we as leaders and also employees help one another be productive while avoiding burnout? A lot of it comes down to setting boundaries. Let's start off with talking about physical and social boundaries. In a classic paper, Blake Ashworth of Arizona State University described the ways in which people demarcate the transition from non-work roles via boundary-crossing activities. Putting on your work clothes, commuting from home to work, are physical and social indicators that something has changed. You've transitioned from home you to work you and back to home you again. Take steps to maintain these boundaries when working remotely. It may be a welcome change to not have to get in your car and make that rush hour commute or to be able to spend all day in your pajamas. But both of these things are boundary-crossing activities that you can do that will help you. So don't abandon them altogether. Put on your work clothes every morning. Casual Friday is fine, of course, but get yourself ready nonetheless. In addition, consider replacing your morning commute with a walk to a nearby park or even just around your apartment before sitting down to work. Replacing your commute time with work time once in a while can be helpful to catch up on some items. When it turns into an everyday thing, it greatly increases the risk of burnout. Some workers have already come up with creative and lighthearted ways to maintain physical and social boundaries. Have you? Have your employees? Maybe you should find out with a quick and fo- focused conversation and plan to respond to your employees with curiosity so as a leader you put yourself in the mindset of listening more intently to what they have to say. The next thing to look at are temporal boundaries. Maintaining temporal boundaries is critical for well-being and work engagement. This is particularly true when so many employees and or their colleagues are now facing the challenge of integrating responsibilities such as childcare, remote schooling, and elder care during regular work hours. With major disruptions to schools and daycare centers, sticking to a traditional 9 to 5 schedule may prove unrealistic. Employees need to find work time budgets that function best for them. They also need to be conscious and respectful that others might work at different times than they can. Work time budgets can easily be created by create, by adding an out-of-office reply during certain hours of the day. A less extreme out-of-office reply might be to just let others know that you might be slower than usual in responding, decreasing response expectations for others and yourself. These work time budgets can give people the focus time they need to get work done or to take care of personal responsibilities. Speaking of email, new research from the London School of Business has shown that workers often unintentionally make it hard for their supervisors, colleagues, and employees to maintain boundaries. One way they do this is by sending work emails outside office hours. In five studies involving more than 2,000 working adults, they found that senders of after-hours work emails underestimate just how compelled receivers feel to respond right away even when such emails are not urgent. Creating clear temporal boundaries often depends on the ability to coordinate one's time with others, and COVID-19 is amplifying the need to do just that. This calls for leaders to aid employees in structuring, coordinating, and managing the pace of work. Do you understand the needs of your team members? Have you made the necessary accommodations to give people a chance to be as productive as possible? Have you set ground rules on when emails should be sent and replied to? If not, this is a good time to look into that. If you have, it could be a good time to revisit those ground rules to ensure they still work for everybody. As we continue to navigate this disruption, keeping a sense of normality is key, keeping in mind that your new normal may look very different than your previous normal. The last main section is about focusing on your most important work. This is not the time for busy work. You and your team should be devoting their energy to top priority issues. While working from home, employees often feel compelled to project the appearance of productivity, but this can lead them to work on tasks that are more immediate instead of important, a tendency that research suggests is counterproductive in the long term, even if it benefits productivity in the short term. Employees, particularly those facing increased workloads as they juggle family tasks and work tasks, should pay attention to prioritizing work. Make sure your team understands the organization's strategy and how their work fits into that strategy. Constantly check the link between work getting done and the organization's strategy to make sure you're focusing on the right items. Employees who feel the need to be on all the time are at a higher risk of burnout when working from home than if they were going to the office as usual. In the long term, trying to squeeze in work and email responses whenever there's a few minutes to do so, whether it be during a kid's nap time, on the weekend, or by pausing a movie in the evening, is not only counterproductive, but detrimental to our well-being. If you're a leader of people, maintain a good line of communication with your team and a watchful eye for signs of burnout. It's clear that many of us will be working from home a lot longer than we anticipated. For example, Google announced just yesterday their intention to have employees work from home until July 2021. This could be just the start of a more extended period of time working remotely, so we all need to carve out some time to step away from daily work and recharge and reflect. By doing this, our teams will be better equipped to produce at a high level during the hours we are working. I didn't talk much about vacation time, but make sure this isn't forgotten either. It's there for a reason, so make sure people are taking it and using it as designed. Hopefully this information and suggestions inspire you to redouble your efforts in this area. One day, hopefully not in the too distant future, We'll all be able to return to offices again and collaborate in person. When that happens, don't you want your best employees to be there with you?